section eleven of the crime of sylvestre bonheur by anatole france this librivox recording is in the public domain dear genti november thirty eighteen fifty nine i woke the following morning in the house of gellius gellius was a rich citizen of ancient agrigentum he was equally celebrated for his generosity and for his wealth and he endowed his native city with a great number of free inns gellius has been dead for thirteen hundred years and nowadays there is no gratuitous hospitality among civilized peoples but the name of gellius has become that of a hotel in which by reason of fatigue i was able to obtain one good night's sleep the modern girgenti lifts its high narrow solid streets dominated by a sombre spanish cathedral upon the side of the acropolis of the antique agrigentum i can see from my windows halfway on the hillside towards the sea the white range of temples partially destroyed the ruins alone have some aspect of coolness all the rest is arid water and life have forsaken agrigentine water the divine nestus of the agrigentine empedocles is so necessary to animated beings that nothing can live far from the rivers and the springs but the port of girgenti situated at a distance of three kilometres from the city has a great commerce and it is in this dismal city i said to myself upon this precipitous rock that the manuscript of clerk alexander is to be found i asked my way to the house of signor michael angelo polizzi and proceeded thither i found signor polizzi dressed all in white from head to feet busy cooking sausages in a frying-pan at the sight of me he let go the frying-pan threw up his arms in the air and uttered shrieks of enthusiasm he was a little man whose pimply features aquiline nose round eyes and projecting chin formed a very expressive physiognomy he called me excellence said he was going to mark the day with a white stone and made me sit down the hall in which we were represented the union of the kitchen reception-room bedchamber studio and wine-cellar there were charcoal furnaces visible a bed paintings an easel bottles strings of onions and a magnificent lustre of coloured glass pendants i glanced at the paintings on the wall the arts the arts cried signor polizzi throwing up his arms again to heaven the arts what dignity what consolation excellence i am a painter and he showed me an unfinished st francis which indeed could very well remain unfinished for ever without any loss to religion or to art next he showed me some old paintings of a better style but apparently restored after a decidedly reckless manner i repair he said i repair old paintings oh the old masters what genius what soul why then i said to him you must be a painter an archaeologist and a wine merchant all in one at your service excellence he answered i have a zaccio here at this very moment a zaccio of which every single drop is a pearl of fire i want your lordship to taste of it i esteem the wines of sicily i responded but it was not for the sake of your flagons that i came to see you signor polizzi he then you have come to see me about paintings you are an amateur it is an immense delight for me to receive amateurs i am going to show you the chef d'oeuvre of montrealise yes excellence his chef d'oeuvre an adoration of shepherds it is the pearl of the whole sicilian school i 
later on i will be glad to see the chef d'oeuvre but let us first talk about the business which brings me here his little quick bright eyes watched my face curiously and i perceived with anguish that he had not the least suspicion of the purpose of my visit a cold sweat broke out over my forehead and in the bewilderment of my anxiety i stammered out something to this effect i have come from paris expressly to look at a manuscript of the legende dorée which you informed me was in your possession at these words he threw up his arms opened his mouth and eyes to the widest possible extent and betrayed every sign of extreme nervousness oh the manuscript of the golden legend a pearl excellence a ruby a diamond two miniatures so perfect that they give one the feeling of glimpses of paradise what suavity those colours ravished from the corollas of flowers make a honey for the eyes even a sicilian could have done no better let me see it then i ask unable to conceal either my anxiety or my hope let you see it cried polizzi but how can i excellence i have not got it any longer i have not got it and he seemed determined to tear out his hair he might indeed have pulled every hair in his head out of his hide before i should have tried to prevent him but he stopped of his own accord before he had done himself any grievous harm what i cried out in anger what you make me come all the way from paris to Girgenti by promising to show me a manuscript and now when i come you tell me you have not got it it is simply infamous monsieur i shall leave your conduct to be judged by all honest men anybody who could have seen me at that moment would have been able to form a good idea of the aspect of a furious sheep it is infamous it is infamous i repeated waving my arms which trembled from anger then michelangelo polizzi let himself fall into a chair in the attitude of a dying hero i saw his eyes fill with tears and his hair until then flamboyant and erect upon his head fall down in limp disorder over his brow i am a father excellence i am a father he groaned wringing his hands he continued sobbing my son raphael the son of my poor wife for whose death i have been mourning fifteen years raphael excellence wanted to settle at paris he hired a shop in the rue lafitte for the sale of curiosities i gave him everything precious which i had i gave him my finest majolicas but my most beautiful urbino where my masterpieces of art what paintings signor even now they dazzle me with i see them only in imagination and all of them signed finally i gave him the manuscript of the golden legend i would have given him my flesh and my blood and only son signor the son of my poor saintly wife so i said while i relying on your written word monsieur was travelling to the very heart of sicily to find the manuscript of the clerk alexander the same manuscript was actually exposed for sale in the window in the rue lafitte only fifteen hundred yards from my house yes it was there that is positively true exclaimed signor polizzi suddenly growing calm again and it is there still at least i hope it is excellence he took a card from a shelf as he spoke and offering it to me saying here is the address of my son make it known to your friends and you will oblige me faience and enamelled wares hangings pictures he has a complete stock of objects of art all at the fairest possible prices and everything authentic i can vouch for it upon my honour go and see him he will show you the manuscript of the golden legend two miniatures miraculously fresh in colour i was feeble enough to take the card he held out to me the fellow was taking further advantage of my weakness to make me circulate the name of raphael polizzi among the societies of the learned my hand was already on the door-knob when the sicilian caught me by the arm he had a look as of sudden inspiration ah excellence he cried what a city is this city of ours he gave birth to empedocles empedocles what a great man what a great citizen what audacity of thought what virtue what soul at the port over there is a statue of empedocles before which i bear my head each time that i pass by 
when raphael my son was going away to found an establishment of antiquities in the rue lafitte at paris i took him to the port and there at the foot of that statue of empedocles i bestowed upon him my paternal benediction always remember empedocles i said to him ah signor what our unhappy country needs to-day is a new empedocles would you not like me to show you the way to his statue excellence i will be your guide among the ruins here i will show you the temple of castor and pollux the temple of the olympian jupiter the temple of the lucinian juno the antique well the tomb of theron and the gate of gold all the professional guides are asses but we we shall make excavations if you are willing and we shall discover treasures i know the science of discovering hidden treasures the secret art of finding their whereabouts a gift from heaven i succeeded in tearing myself away from his grasp but he ran after me again stopped me at the foot of the stairs and said in my ear listen excellence i will conduct you about the city i will introduce you to some gentines what a race what types what forms sicilian girls signor the antique beauty itself go to the devil i cried at last in anger and rushed into the street leaving him still writhing in the loftiness of his enthusiasm when i had got out of his sight i sank down upon a stone and began to think with my face in my hands and it was for this i said to myself it was to hear such propositions as this that i came to sicily that polizzi is simply a scoundrel and his son another and they made a plan together to ruin me but what was their scheme i could not unravel it meanwhile it may be imagined how discouraged and humiliated i felt a merry burst of laughter caused me to turn my head and i saw madame trepoff running in advance of her husband and holding up something which i could not distinguish clearly she sat down beside me and showed me laughing more merrily all the while an abominable little pasteboard box on which was printed a red and blue face which the inscription declared to be the face of empedocles yes madame i said but the abominable polizzi to whom i advise you not to send monsieur trepoff has made me fall out for ever with empedocles and this portrait is not at all of a nature to make me feel more kindly to the ancient philosopher oh declared madame trepoff it is ugly but it is rare these boxes are not exported at all you can buy them only where they are made dmitri has six others just like this in his pocket we got them so as to exchange with other collectors you understand at nine o'clock this morning we were at the factory you see we did not waste our time so i certainly perceived madame i replied bitterly but i have lost mine i then saw that she was a naturally good-hearted woman all her merriment vanished poor monsieur bernard poor monsieur bernard she murmured and taking my hand in hers she added tell me about your troubles i told her about them my story was long but she was evidently touched by it for she asked me quite a number of circumstantial questions which i took for proof of her friendly interest she wanted to know the exact title of the manuscript its shape its appearance and its age she asked me for the address of signor raphael polizzi and i gave it to her thus doing o oh, destiny precisely what the abominable polizzi had told me to do it is sometimes difficult to check oneself i recommenced my plaints and my imprecations but this time madame trepoff only burst out laughing why do you laugh i asked her because i am a wicked woman she answered and she fled away leaving me all disheartened on my stone End of section eleven